Welcome to Sermons from St. Paul's Lutheran Church of Minot, North Dakota. St. Paul's is anchored in the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and for the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Gospel according to St. John, the first chapter. This is the testimony of John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? He said, I am not. Are you the prophet? And he answered, No. So they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? He said, I am the voice of the one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ, nor Elijah, nor the prophet? John answered them, I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. These things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. This is the gospel of the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. My friends, contrary to what you and I might think, Christianity, yes, Christianity is not a belief system like other belief systems in this world. That is to say, Christianity is not dependent upon a bunch of theoretical concepts in the classroom of academia. Furthermore, Christianity is not reliant on a bunch of theories that come to us through ideological think tanks from Washington, D.C. Christianity is also not based upon a bunch of ideas that come to us from long talks of philosophers while they sip on wine and eat cheese together. Indeed, Christianity is not based on something in the realm of the abstract something floating around in the realm of ideas and theories. No, Christianity is grounded, get this, it is grounded in the reality of life, of what has happened. It is rooted in real things and real events and real persons. For example, when we consider our gospel reading, yes, our gospel reading from this morning, we hear about John the Baptist giving a testimony. Now, when the Bible speaks of testimonies, we must keep in mind that it isn't a person sharing their personal, emotional, mystical experience or their own opinion on a subject. A testimony is not the same as a theory or an idea or a concept, but instead, when the Bible speaks of a testimony, well, it is a person witnessing 
to truth. Like a witness on the stand in the courtroom who gives a testimony of a particular event and circumstance, well, when the Bible speaks of a witness, it is simply someone reporting, yes, reporting and sharing what they saw and what they heard with their own eyes and ears. To give a testimony or to be a witness is to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. And so to be a witness or to give a testimony is nothing more than speaking what is, to state the way things are according to reality. This is all very similar to that word confess as well. You see, to confess is to is to declare, to confess is to declare, to speak openly, to speak freely. To confess is to say the same thing as someone else. To confess is to openly speak the truth with a free tongue about what has been witnessed. So taking all of this and going to the point, this is precisely what John the Baptist was doing in our reading from the Gospel of John. You see some priests and some Levites from the highest and the most noblest of classes from Jerusalem, well, they came to John the Baptist with questions. They began asking questions about John and Jesus, and instead of giving them a bunch of theoretical concepts and ideas and theories based in some abstract realm, well, John, get this, he simply confessed as a witness to the reality of how things were, the way things were. You see, that is how it is with Christianity. We have witnesses in the past, such as the apostles, who have recorded the events and details and circumstances from long ago. These apostles have recorded their testimony, and it has been compiled into what we know as the Bible. And from that Bible, the truth, yes, the truth of what happened for your salvation long ago, well, get this, it is confessed. It is confessed into your ears. You see, that is the nature. That is the nature of the Christian faith. Just as John the Baptist was a witness to Jesus and confessed, yes, confessed to the religious leaders, the same is true for us in the here and now. About 15 years ago, when I was fresh out of seminary, I served as a pastor in Southern California. The church that I served in rented the east wing of a large commercial building, and it was filled with other various businesses and entities. There was actually a mortgage company in this big building, a land development company, and even a Muslim mosque on the opposite wing of this building. It was a fascinating culture, to say the least. Well, one day I met another pastor who started to rent part of the facility as well. His name was Pastor King. He was from South Korea. And he wanted to move his church into that same facility to continue the ministry of the gospel to the Korean people of Los Angeles. Now, apart from learning that Korean kimchi would put extra hair on my chest, as he would say, well, Pastor King also taught me a profound wisdom and strategy of evangelism. 
While eating breakfast in the city of San Dimas one morning, Reverend King shared with me in his passionate and broken English the following. He said to me, and he called me young pastor, he said, young pastor, I promise God when I ordain that I do three things each day. I read one book of the Bible, I pray one hour a day, and I tell one person about Jesus. Then he went on to say, do you know how I tell people about Jesus? I responded, no, Ezra, I do not know. Please tell me. He responded with a a great deal of enthusiasm and a smile on his face. I can remember it almost as if it was yesterday. And he said, okay, I tell you, young pastor, I go up to a person and I say, do you know Jesus? And they say, no. And then I say, okay, sit down. I tell you what Jesus did for you. Period. I still smile, thinking of Pastor King and his approach to evangelism, his simple confession. I smile because it is so simple, confessing Christ, just as John the Baptist confessed Christ. You see, part of me, though, wanted to say to Pastor King at that time, you know, Pastor Ezra King, that's too simple However, in Ezra's wisdom, Pastor Ezra King's wisdom, he knew that evangelism is just that simple, confessing to people about Jesus and what Jesus accomplished. You see, no need for theories, no need for sales pitches, no no bait and switch, no philosophical concepts, just confessing reality of what Christ did in time and space and history for all of humanity, which includes you and me. That is how it works with Christianity. Christianity is based on the events and the life and the person of Christ. And so when we are challenged, like John the Baptist, to give a confession to answer a question about this Christian faith. We do not need to run to theories or ideas or concepts, but rather we instead confess to the reality of what happened. And what happened, my friends? Well, what happened is this, that Jesus was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified and died and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and he sits at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. That is what happened. That is what we confess You see, all of that happened in real time, in real space and history. The witness to this is to simply confess, to confess to one another and those around us what happened for our salvation. You see, we confess it not only because it is true, but we confess it because through these events, Jesus accomplished indeed that forgiveness, life, and salvation. And so just like John the Baptist, who points away from himself to the coming Christ, we as a church, we as St. Paul's Lutheran Church, we point away from ourselves to Jesus and what he did for us and the entire world. And with these events, we must keep in mind, 
What did Christ do for us in these events of coming and being born and living that life and dying that death and rising from that grave? What did he accomplish? Well, get this, my friends. We know and we confess and we proclaim loudly that he redeemed you and me, lost and condemned persons. He purchased us and won us from all of our sins, not with gold or silver, but with his precious, holy, innocent blood for us. He did this so that you and I might be his own and live under him in his kingdom and serve him with everlasting righteousness because he's risen from the dead. We confess this, that he will someday come back for us to claim us unto himself, to take us out of our graves to himself for eternity. This is all most certainly true, my friends. Indeed it is. Dear baptized saints, this upcoming week, We will celebrate and hear about the birth of Jesus in Bethlehem long ago. Now this story is not just some fairy tale or myth that we sentimentally adhere to, but it is retelling, it is confessing what really happened. It is also hearing from the witnesses from long ago. It is us hearing the confession of those long ago that the one born in Bethlehem was the Son of God who came in the flesh to redeem mankind from the poison of sin. Our ears, they need to hear this. We need to hear this confession. Not because it is some sort of theory or idea or a sentimental fairy tale, but because it is reality. It is truth of what God has done for you and for me. You see, our Lord was not content to leave us in our sins. And so he came for sinful humanity, marred in sin as we are. And so today, hear the bold confession. The bold confession from the scriptures that Christ came for you. Hear this bold confession that Christ, he died for you. Hear the bold confession that Christ was raised for you. Hear the bold confession of the Christmas story this week and rejoice in the good news of the gospel that unto you a child has been born. God is with you. Jesus came to save you from all of your sins. This is the confession. This is reality. This is your reality. You have a Savior. Born unto you, born to die for you, raised for you, and living for you this day. We confess it. We hear it. That is the Christian faith. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thy strong word bespeaks us righteous, bright with thine own holiness. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richard's blog at www.pastormatrichard.org or visit St. Paul's website at www.stpaulsminot.org. The Lord bless and keep you.